Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome back to Waco Famous Podcast. We are here with some of our friends, Vic and Priti Patel. Hello. Hello. And they are the owners of Revitalize Skin MD. That's right, right? That's right. The MD. Yep, I never right. know if the MD is actually on there or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have known y'all now for a while since yep. you started your business. Almost seven years. Wow. That is great. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about... Um, like how, how y'all got started okay. and what y'all do. Okay. Um, because I know it was looked a little bit different when y'all first started because you were not, Vic, you were not full-time in that part of it. Absolutely. Uh, was actually full-time working in the hospital at the time. Um, all the demands of hospital world, et cetera. But um, actually she had the uh, better <laughs> backdrop of that. I started aging, so I thought. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> So my background is I'm a lawyer, uh -huh. and we met when I was in law school. So he was in med school, and I loved what I did, but I went into headhunting, so I did uh -huh. recruiting. So I did all that, and then all of a sudden I wanted to have kids, and yeah. so I wanted to be a full-time mom. So I stayed home for about 12 years, Yeah. and then I thought that was the best thing I ever did because I lived... I lived the best life. <laughs> I got to shop all day. I pretended it was really hard, yeah. but it really, my kids were really easy. I mean, being a stay-at-home mom is not it is a, a cushy lot of work. situation. So I didn't stay home. Yeah, <laughs> I, you were. I was out all the time. So. <laughs> um, but I got to volunteer at the school, uh -huh. and then I volunteered like at the cancer center, and then I also taught cooking classes. Yeah, so I did wow, because you're a great cook. You are like a jack of all trades. Talk I about love. a power couple too. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I made no money, but I loved doing it. It was so fun. Yeah. And then, so fast forward to, what, 2015, and our son is nine, and our daughter at that time is uh, 11. So he starts saying that maybe you should think about working so, again. Pretty was very good at what she did. Um, you know, when she was a legal recruiter, she was, like, one of the top internationally, let alone oh, nationally. Wow. So I was like, wow. Yeah. So she, she's always talented. So she obviously she took her time, and then... You know, like I said, around that time, I thought she was really good, but I was like, I felt like she just wasn't using her potential right. uh, to the best. I mean, she has a brilliant mind, and when she puts her mind to something, it uh, generally comes to fruition, and she's very good at it. Yeah. And I thought to myself, for all that she has, I say she just felt like she just wasn't nowhere near what I know she wanted to put that to use somehow. So. I he wanted of, me to stop shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that cash flow issue with <laughs> expenses. Um, but I challenged her one day. I said, you know, you know, you're an attorney. You've done all these things and you know, with your cooking and all this stuff. But I feel like you could do so much more. So I said, you know, you should try to kind of explore some opportunities that to put your talents to use. Uh, I said, you know, your brain is great. Use it or lose it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, because I feel like, you know, you could do a lot more. And she's like, Really though, <laughs> I like what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. For hey, sure. What are you doing? I'm like, I like to shop and have fun with my friends. This and is really cook cool. for fun. This and is great. Teach people. Yeah, yeah I'm living say, my best life. Once the kids were at school, it was like a great. Yeah. Awesome. Um. So fast forward to 2015, we go to one of his friends' house in Maryland, and by that time, I had already got laser hair removal. Uh -huh. I did my research before I got it done, but nobody in town, I felt, could treat ethnic skin and treat it adequately, not burn me, yeah. and also get good results. Mm -hmm. So I went to Dallas. 
And before I do anything, I always want to learn everything about it. So I knew what settings she was doing, what machine, wow. everything. Yeah. And so we go to his friend's house in Maryland, and he says, I've started laser hair removal. So he's a family physician buddy of mine. So he okay. was just kind of dabbling in other stuff. But while having like a family mm-hmm. practice? Yeah, he yeah. had a full-blown practice. But, you know, this is sort of around the time where, you know, with insurance reimbursement issues and squeezing doctors, they're trying to yeah. find kind of mm-hmm. interesting Something ways, else. side paths of trying to kind of make up um, income that they're losing because insurance companies wouldn't. So, you know, he was dabbling in some of this stuff on the side and actually pretty good at it and pretty successful at it. So... <laughs> um, in that sense, uh, they got to talking one night, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was uh, with him and my nieces, and she was going on. Oh, selling how, laser hair. <coughs> how wonderful it was. It. I mean, you know, I don't have to shave anymore. I don't have to take the time, the energy, the effort, and how much freeing it was, and, and yeah. how um, uh, how it kind of revolutionized. You don't realize how much time, energy, uh, yeah, and effort sure. you spent in that. Um, so much, and you know, of course, with the ethnic skin that we have, she was uh, kind of talking to my nieces about what to look out for and what to do and how to do it. And he was caught by how much she knew, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Man, you really, really know, know your, your stuff, stuff yeah. you know." So somehow, out of the blue, he just planted a seed in her brain and said, "You know, maybe you and Vic could kind of do something like this over in Waco, you know, because you know he has some flexibility with the um, with the hospital schedules and you obviously know a lot of stuff and you're very educated so it wouldn't be too hard and and I dismissed it I said no yeah, very I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna do that you know <laughs> and so then the next day we were flying home and I still remember because he our kids are next to us and then he's on the other side and he says you don't have to do that but I think you should do something so figure out what it is you want to do just talk to yourself what is it you want to do so then he goes to sleep as every I'll, I always follow every plight. It doesn't matter. It's just, I'm out. You know, <laughs> I day. wish I could be you on a plane. Anywhere. any it, It's coach. It doesn't matter. It's oh, my gosh. He'll sleep That's a the skill. whole time. Hilarious. So I get a paper and pen out, and I say, okay, what would I do? I didn't want to do headhunting. I mean, you didn't I, want to go back to law at all. In I didn't want to go back to law. And when I left headhunting, I was number four in the world. Oh, wow. my gosh. That is insane. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I felt a part of me, like, been there, done that. I didn't want to do that again. You know, so, yeah. And he said I didn't have to make any money. He said you could do you whatever just, you, you want. He wanted you to do something. Yeah, just, sure. I, like, she, props to you. Yeah. I love yeah. that you were, like, encouraging this. Yeah. She was worried about it. And I said, listen end of the day you put i knew she was gonna be successful i knew every fiber of my being after knowing her with this is 25 I love years this. now this is couple goals know, right? right so <laughs> she but she she sometimes likes to stay inside of her shell a little bit and so i have Safe. to kind of you know poach her out of it but i told her i was like she's like well, what if what if we what spend if a I bunch fail? of money and we fail i was like i said listen even if you don't make a dime, I'm going to come out ahead because you'll be spending less. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. So I write down my business idea. Get off. And as soon as he wakes up, I go, okay, I got an idea. He hates it when I say that now. This is why you shouldn't go to sleep on planes. No, no. <laughs> I got I'm, it. I'm all groggy trying to focus and these yeah. words are coming out. You're like, every time I go to sleep, she comes up with another, another idea. Another idea. <laughs> so, free time. Those are doctor genes, right? If you notice a doctor, if they're not doing something, they're out. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. So. That makes sense. <laughs> so I come up with this idea. I wrote it out. I, I always talk to my dad about everything. So I talk to my dad about it. And I was like, you know, it's probably going to be a couple hundred thousand dollar investment. And I probably will bankrupt myself for a year. <laughs> like, I don't know if I should do this. And he says, is it hard? And I was like, yeah, it's going to be hard. And he's like, do you think you could do it? I was like, yeah, I know I could do it better than what other people are doing. I know what I don't like, even about the service I got. Yeah. And he says, then do it. And he goes, you got nothing to lose. And I was like, okay. And I was terrified <laughs> yeah. of being the failure of the family. So I wrote out everything I wanted to do and how, what machines I wanted and all that. And he said, Vic said to me, he goes, um, every day when you go to work, just pray and say, if I can help this person, let me help them. Yeah. Don't see a dollar sign. And if you can't help them, say, I can't help you. you yeah. know? And so be able to say that, don't worry about our bills at all. And so we start. So it's one of those things. So you fly back mm-hmm. and everything that she has to do or oh, thinking yeah. about doing or process of doing just time just everything lined up, up like yeah. an arrow oh that's awesome so it's like the doors open <clears throat> i mean august yeah. kids are starting school and the heaviest point as you probably know really is november december yeah. is your mm-hmm. peak time in aesthetic services so her timeline i'm like 
you know, she's telling me this, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. In a year, you know, no yeah, problem. two months. I got to start yeah. in two months. So she went down this extraordinary road of every class certification, skill, hands-on learning, reps, research. I mean, everything was just like this pile drive into the ground, like of all these things that had to be done. And like, I'm looking at it like in amazement, like, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting the stress of just watching her do all this stuff. <laughs> Because she's like, I'm going to start in November. I'm like, there's no way. It's like two months out. I mean, this is like October. months of, yeah. you know, yeah. it takes a good six to eight months of doing all this stuff. Yeah. And she's just driving it like crazy. Yeah. I got LLC. He's like, don't even do an LLC. I'm like, no, I'm going to incorporate. I, yeah. got, and I ended up getting our trademark on our name. But he was like, are you sure? Like, no, Man, I'm really not yeah. sure. I mean, but let's just do it. And then we opened. You were there. I know. I remember when you rolled up in there with that machine. I was like, what is going on back here? <laughs> <laughs> you were funny. Fun. I mean, you really were so funny because you started with, because y- y'all were at Songs by JC. We'll just let right. everyone know that. And yeah. that's where I was at the time. And I mean, you really were like, I think that's what got you, kind of why you blew up so fast, at least those first few months, because you came in and you were like, what do y'all need? What do y'all, you know, like you were so, like you said, like, I want to help if I can help one person. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, you know, oh, here, it's this price and this price. You were really just like, hey, like, let's figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll help you tell, you know, if y'all have someone that you know. It was just very genuine, which I feel like is very um, rare, especially Mm -hmm. in, you know, that kind of industry where like you, you almost come in because you're like, wait, like, I'm going to have her see what she thinks and what I think. And like, she's going to care about me. It's not just like mm-hmm. here, 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 you know, not just like a, you know, itemized yeah. receipt of stuff you can get done just so right. you can do it, you right. know? So she's going along like all this path. And then right at the end, she drops in the, Oh, by the way, you need to go and figure out how to do Botox. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, Botox. You're like, so I'm like, I'm, I'm encouraging her. She's going down. She's like doing everything. And then right at the end, she's like, Oh, by the way, my research shows that you have to do it. If you're a medical clinic. I need, need and to do it. And yeah. at that point I turned to her and said, I already have a full-time job. I wasn't looking for another job on yeah. top of what I was doing. <laughs> this so was I, your I'm project. Happy. This is you. So, yeah. so she kind of like, yeah, it's only a couple of days here. Be <laughs> One very day a month. Busy. Like, how busy will you, you be? Know? I'll never advertise. Yeah, so don't worry. You just have to offer it. So, of course, being supportive and, you know, I'm like, Okay, I mean, so, you know, did the due diligence, went back, took the certifications and training. No, but, but he took a class, <laughs> and I was there. I was the model, which is terrifying because he's never injected. And <laughs> At least he's used needles, though. <laughs> right, yes. Right. <laughs> well, the instructor says, how long has he done it? I was like, no, like, today's the first day. Like, it's me. <laughs> it's and me. then he said, oh, he got it. He's going to do this full time. I'm like, quit saying stuff like that. No, he's not. And he's like, no, he, I go, no, no, no. Just like he works. Like that's how we pay our bills. Yeah. And then he said, no, he got it. So then I come back and he wants more certification. So so much. Right? So he, he did encourage me. He yeah. said, if you can inject your wife, you can inject anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, so I felt very encouraged sense. with that. Right? That's yeah, funny. I was like, Don't mess up. Don't mess my face up. No. And so then I called out again. I called Galderma Mars. And I said, um, I need more training. And they, they charge you like $5,000 to tra- train you. I said, I need you to help me do it with, for free because we're going to be the biggest thing in Waco. And they said, we've never heard of you before. I go, I know, but you will. <laughs> you have so, a way with people, though. <laughs> but everybody but Allergan, but they, nobody, Allergan didn't say yes. They oh, said okay, no. Okay. And then the other two said yes, and we started really doing well. And then Allergan came to me six months later. Allergan, uh, they were sorry, funny. We, yeah. They said you're a small fish in the pond. That you're not really worthy of our time. Is is That's how they the came out. Wow. Wow. So I was like, okay then. Uh, but, but this then, was see the vision. So she already kind of saw this and foresaw, and that's why I said like, you know, she will maybe. be successful. But yeah. you know, it, they did figure it out later. And you fast forward eight years, and now you're the number one injector of Botox in all of Central Texas. So, you know, foot in yeah. the mouth, it, it felt satisfying. But, I mean, totally. it, was, it was it was almost an extra push to prove it, you know. Yes. You knew it. You knew it. Yes. You felt it. You know, Man. So. so, and our med spa, as we've grown, so we grew into Sola after that because right. we needed two rooms. And then... He wants to quit his job full time and work with me full time. <laughs> so yeah, two years into it, which you would have never, never imagined. So what never. were you? 
what kind of a doctor? You were like, a hospitalist, were right? So, yeah, internal medicine, but I deal with hospitalized patients. So, okay. strokes and heart attacks, intensive care, pneumonia. Like, you'd be, you'd be the doctor coming into the rooms mm-hmm. at the hospital. Yeah, if, you, and if you are in the ER and sick and need to be admitted, then mm-hmm. I would, or my team would take care of you in the hospital while, you know, while your primary doctor stays in the office, yeah. I would kind of take that role in the hospital to, you know, fix you up and try to help you recover and all that. And then once you're leaving the hospital, you get transitioned yeah. back. So it's a specialized form of medicine dedicated to hospitalized patients. But okay. the uh, particularly with the aging population, there was a lot of stress, a lot of end-of-life issues, a sure. lot of emotional and spiritual journeys um, to help people through walks of life where as much as you want to help them, for a lot of people you couldn't. Um, and, you know, after many, many years of doing that, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours a day, you know, it, yeah. the, the grind, it, there's burnout. It's heavy. It was yeah. burnout. You never saw our kids. Yeah. I've never, it got so bad, like the weeks I was working on, I would literally tell her, don't tell me anything important because it felt like a rubber ball. I, my uh, brain mm-hmm. literally could not hold any yeah. more information. So when she said, I told you this last week, I'm like, You're like no, no. But then the weeks he was working with me at, at Songs by JC and Sola, he loved it. So it gave your brain a channel of doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So easier, more happier people, sure. more interesting, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, more enjoyable and kind of a lot less relaxed. And you're you're kind of doing these amazing things and watching these facial transformations and seeing how you're able to build confidence in somebody and that positivity and that enthusiasm and people are, you know, medicine we want to make people happy but i mean let's be honest if i treat you with for a heart attack you might not be super happy yeah, you'll, be, right. you'll be relieved <laughs> but right. but happiness you know as a physician person or clinical i mean it's very hard to get to come right. and say so happy over and over and over again and i found that very yeah rewarding a lot of content a lot of less pressure and i just started to fall in love with it like who knew like i'm you know, yeah, she's coming into yeah, this whole thing, well, like, you know, yeah. like my teeth getting pulled. Um, <laughs> and then here I'm loving it and loving it. And again, with the burnout phase and with the uh, business growing, I told her at one point, I'm like, I think I'm done with the hospital. I need to do this full time. At which point she shut it down and said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> we have kids going to college one day. Like, wait a second. You said this was for fun. I didn't have to make any money. <laughs> you know, this isn't a doctor's salary. You know, this is whatever. But then like, in March of, what is it, 2018, yeah. he calls, like he's driving home and he goes, I don't think I can do it anymore. I heard it in his voice. Yeah. Like, okay, let's go ahead and give your four, you have to give four months notice. Oh, wow. wow. Like, oh, let's okay. give you notice. And you have to find another job in Waco because I'm not leaving. Yeah, I love Waco. So I approached it in a, in a way. It's like, well, maybe I just take a sabbatical and just take a breath, and maybe I find maybe I find my mojo back and get back in. Yeah. But some part of me knew, I think, that as much as I have started really enjoy aesthetics uh, and cosmet uh, all the injectables part of that. I felt like I could do more out of that to the extent of which I didn't know. But I said, let me give myself some time and just do this a little bit more and more. And I said, I'll give myself one quarter. So I told the hospital people, and they knew, you know, they can kind of sense the burnout part because mm-hmm. statistically at seven years, most people did. And at that point I was doing 15. So, oh, uh, wow. Wow. So mm-hmm. I took a sabbatical and I told us like, give me one quarter. Let me see what I could do. Yeah. You said, let me prove it. Yeah. yeah. And I said, okay. And I think my business grew 40%. Wow. wow. <laughs> that one quarter. That's insane. I know. So I was like, I guess you're, I guess we're business partners. I guess you're hired. Because also for people who don't know, who maybe have never, you know, met with y'all, but like he does one part of it, you do the other. Right. So and all, they, all he does is the injectables. Right. So he does the That's Botox all you do. That's, That's all, all you do. All he does. <laughs> he's our medical director. So if anything does happen. Right. Mm-hmm. It, then we have somebody on site that's going to be able to help you if you needed. Yeah, you needed steroids or something like yeah. that. Which I do, I will say, I feel like there is a, I don't, I feel like y'all are my first um, people that I've gotten to know in this part of the industry. So I don't know a lot about what mm-hmm. other people do, but it was always a comfort to me coming to y'all oh, that you sure. were a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if God forbid something, something crazy, happens, you know, right? it's for like, sure. oh, someone's here that knows what to yeah. do. Uh, is there a problem? What is a problem? Identify mm-hmm. and fix the problem instead yeah. of saying, I don't know what to do. Right. So it, it gives a lot of leverage when you're in a spa where luckily it's pretty infrequent, but yeah, yeah. It's yeah. but it's always good to know that and have that ability and be able to make yeah. that uh, treatment for them without any right. issues. Yeah. And we do a lot of research before we offer services. Yeah. So we moved into this space in 2020, um, December. Yeah. It's 
because he came on board, it was crazy to handle the business. So then I realized that I need I needed front office. I need mm-hmm. more help. So we decided to build out the space that we are at now by, um, was it 68? So again, one of those things, right? So you go from a situation where like, okay, it's just me. Okay, and then part of you. Then it's me and you. And I'm like, okay, well, we don't, do we need anything? No, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, people are suggesting like, maybe you should have, you know, a, your own space. Nah, we're okay. <laughs> and then each step of the way is like, okay, you know, we're getting busier, busier. I say, like, you know, we don't want a receptionist or employees, but now we need a receptionist yes. employees. Okay, fine. And then now it's like, okay, we can't physically fit people into our space anymore, have enough volume. I was so now, eight weeks out. So every step yeah, of the way, hard. it's like we're having to grow like, mm-hmm. begrudgingly because we're like, no, we don't need this. And then, yeah, we do. Because we're not a business. I can yeah. say I'm not a real business. Well, yeah. I was always shocked at the how long it was that. I mean, I would text you for appointments, uh-huh. and it's like that is a that is a, almost a twenty four hour situation when you are the source for people to book appointments. Like yes. that never stops. Never right. stops. It's all the so time. So when we were that last year, we're <laughs> replying back at like eight eight thirty because we're working till that late, and I'm like, we got to get. We, there's no way. This there's is no not going to work this yeah. way. Yeah. Who knew the pandemic was around the corner? Right. Right. So then mm-hmm. we started doing our build out, and then we got shut down for five weeks. I think all y'all were mm-hmm. shut down a little bit longer. Yeah. But the demand was there. All our clients were asking us, can we do anything? Can you come to the house? I'm like, no. Botox house calls. I've a lot of those. So funny. uh, Can wait. (laughs) But it was a very interesting situation where people were asking. The pandemic was interesting because for us, we grew 50%. Oh, I don't. I I mean, people, besides the actual lockdown, I don't. It's never, it's n- still been consistently busier in the mm-hmm. last almost two years from that. Yeah. It never, it's like I needed four of me in mm-hmm. the three or four months after we reopened. That is so crazy. People's it priorities didn't slow anyone down. Right? So, yeah. So now at the space that we're at, of course, he does all the injectables. Mm-hmm. Um, so Botox filler, PDO threats. And then we, I do, I still in charge of the late, I have a team now, but laser hair removal, microneedling, chemical peels, um, Cool sculpting elite. We started hydrofacials and regular facials. Yeah, and so cool sculpting elite. Just we just um, onboarded it this year, but we waited the four months to really make sure that we had every knowledge that we could about it, and that we were experts in it before we just started offering yeah. services. Um, it did work. It worked on me, and that's how I do it. I'm the great. You're guinea pig. the guinea pig. Yeah. So if it works, I'll buy. Yeah. If it doesn't work, I won't buy. So when reps come to us, they'll say, "Oh, you can make this much money." That's what they do to to sell their mm-hmm. services. Like, I want it to I work. I say, I'm though. not even interested in how much money I'll make. I'm yeah. interested in, does it work? Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, it's my name on the line. And, yeah. sure. and then people also are going to be like, oh, they're just doing whatever. They're just doing you know? it. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that I, no matter what, no matter if it's my mom, no matter if it's you, another friend, client that goes to y'all, whether it's seeing you or seeing you, Vic, like one thing people always say, which is so funny, is, I love that they told me like about the process, you know, yes. like you walk people through it, like why you're doing something, you know, what it's going to be like versus you just l- sit down or lay down and you start and, you know, it's like you're doing something in your body, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. yes. but not everyone gets that kind of, you know, service from, you know, mm-hmm. someone in the industry who it's like, you know, I've been getting my lips filled with Vic for four years now. And it's like, we talk every time before, like, what do you want it to look like? This is why I'm going to do this. Or I'm not, remember, I think the first time yeah. I came in, I was like, I just want some in the top. You're like, that's not going to work because <laughs> that's going to be unbalanced. But like, no. Mark Simpson look. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't have someone tell you that, you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. No. And I, I was in Houston doing treatment and I, someone recommended, you know, this huge, this huge um, kind of spot I guess in Houston that was well recommended I saw all the billboards you know I'm like okay clearly a billion people go here right. um I had a couple of friends in Houston recommend them and I went and I told you this Vic I, I had the worst experience it was very intimidating I went in very intimidated I I just didn't know a lot I wanted to hear about it I wanted to know my options and it was very much like this this and this and this is at least what you have to do and when I came back to Waco and then you're like, dang, I need all that. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, hold on. <laughs> and then I came back to Waco and I was like, okay, you know, Wit's been going to you guys for so long. I need to re-explore this. I'm in a place where I can re-explore it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember sitting down with you, Vic, the first time. And you went into such detail and you were like, mm, I hear you. 
let's not do all of this at once. Let's stair step this because if you do this one thing, we might have to do less here. So like I started with Botox and you were like, the Botox might naturally lift your face. Cause I was looking at my under eyes. It's a, it's a genetic thing. We all got big bags under our <laughs> eyes. I'm getting older. Like I, that's the thing that bothered me. Right. Um, and so you were like, you know, if we start with Botox, let's see how that works. And then let's go from there and let's do a two part process with maybe some filler under your eye. Um, and it's great. And it's so nice. It's, it's so much less intimidating. You answered in such great detail, all my questions. So. Well, and that establishes a level of trust, too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Where you know you can go in and you're just going to be able to walk people down a path. And you, too, saying, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's filler removal or any of the other stuff that y'all are doing. Like, I feel like y'all are calming and y'all are trustworthy and where it's like, hey, this is what I need. And, you know, you know, I don't want to look A, B, C or D. So, like, let's do that. And I can just sit there and let you do it, you know. Right. And her, it was funny when you went for your consultation, she instantly texted me and she said, oh my God, that was so much better. <laughs> I mean, wildly different Good. experience. Yes. It just felt very, I mean, I had spent a lot of time with doctors over the last <laughs> couple yes. of years. It just felt very more like a medical experience yeah. and um, kind of so much science and detail behind it and training and, you know. Yes. That I felt very comfortable. I was like, okay, you know, this is the first time I felt like, okay, I think, I think I feel comfortable doing this because I'm in the right hands. Right. Where I did not feel that way. Yeah. We, I mean, care, we care so much about your outcome. Yes. Yeah. You know, whether it's laser hair removal or whether it's Botox or filler, you know, regardless of what it is, we want to know. That's why we always follow up with you. And if there's something wrong, you'll probably get a call from me. Like, what's going on? You know, <laughs> is there something I can help you with? Is it normal or not normal? Because some things are normal, you know. Sure. Yeah. It, it, it gets back to patient-centric care. It gets back to, look, I fundamentally believe no one's going to be more critical of their face than the person who looks at it all day, which is you. Sure. <laughs> okay. Right. So if you're not bothered by something, I'm not bothered by something. Patient-centric means I'm going to give you the things that you're bothered by to give you that boost of confidence or that sense of positivity. And that's the most rewarding part of this, getting to know somebody and getting finding out what their goals are and accomplishing their goals and making them happy. Um, and you don't have to hit a home run. You know, you can go from first base, first or second base, you win the game. But if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it. And let's just do it stepwise. But really and truly, like I said, or our concept from the get-go has always been money's a second issue. I mean, it's a business that has the to make profit. First. I get all that. But I feel like if the patient is happy, you will succeed mm -hmm. at the end mm -hmm. of the day. And so what is it that they're wanting? Let's figure out the best way to do that. Let's. I, yeah, I got a lady a few weeks ago. Uh, she wanted all this stuff done, and I'm like, none of this mm -hmm. is going to accomplish your goal. <laughs> so we spent 45 minutes, and she walked out with not getting anything done. And I'm mm -hmm. okay with that because at the end of the day, you don't want to just do a bunch of stuff, promise the world, and then realize that they're not happy. They waste spend their a lot money. Of money. Yeah. yeah. Bad feeling. And yeah. You know, patience. You would know this as well. Oh, yeah. Whitley, in, the, in your industry, you got to be patient. You got to listen to the patient. And what they're trying to get to, you have to say, yes, I think this will work. Or You have to be a guide for them, mm -hmm. you know? Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. And that's the creative aspect and the artistic and the results minded things of. You know, being able to tell yeah. with your experience, this is what I think we can mm -hmm. do, and this is where you're going to get. Absolutely. Um, but at the end of the day, listening to the patient. It's yeah, very, very we've trained our staff to do the same because um, just the other day, one of our Kim is one of our medical estheticians, and she was doing cool sculpting consult, and she pinched the you have to pinch the person's fat, so she <laughs> says you're not it's not enough for me to give you a good treatment, and the person was insistent. She goes, no, but. I've you know done it this. I'd love to not have before. enough fat to do you something. You probably are there. Right? <laughs> it was a rarity. Central Texas rarity. She had a tummy tuck, right? So it wasn't as okay. And she had went somewhere and they had said, "Oh yeah, you'd be a great candidate to come to us." And you have her saying, mm, "You're really not a good candidate." And I really don't think that you should do this service. You know, I think you're going to be wasting your money. And the client's like, "No, but I want to do it." I understand you want to do it, but I don't think it's the right thing for you. And so then I think Dr. Patel had to go in there and just make sure, too. She's like, can I get your second opinion? Mm -hmm. And we love that when we get called in. Yeah. So we go in, and we don't tell Dr. Patel what to say, right? So then he'll go <laughs> in, and he goes in and says, yeah, you're not a good candidate. Look, lucky yeah. you. But not everybody will say that. Oh, I, no, I think you most could have just done it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, made you lost money. In, in, in our business, 
I, you know, of course, you're still paying your employee to still be there for the hour and right. you make any money. But I'd rather you not make money and do the right thing. Yeah. I go, you, I go, if you would not offer this to your mother or your sister, don't offer it. Yeah. Because you wouldn't cheat your mom or your sister. Right. Well, you, most people won't, right? Most yeah. hope so. <laughs> Most hope not. Yeah. So, and we always tell that, I go, and everybody that walks in here, they should feel that you've been waiting for them to arrive, you know, from the front to the back. Yeah. They shouldn't feel like, because you'll go places and you feel like you feel a like burden. A, yeah, you feel oh, like yeah. you're interrupting. Oh, yeah. Or like, that. absolutely. You're like, yeah. got to get you in and mm-hmm. out. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Th- I mean, you were so, so, I never felt like, I'm probably asked a bazillion questions. I'm sure And I did. never felt like, you were like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, we got to. Let's hurry this up. <laughs> Like, I never felt that way. Like, I felt like you could have sat there and talked to me as long as I wanted to sit there and talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's the most enjoyable part of helping somebody. And, you know, like there's just so many. Unfortunately, in the industry, there's a lot of used car salesmanship type of tactics and beliefs and, and all of that stuff. But I, even in the hospital, I always wanted to, I, I guess it's, it's really going back to traditional medicine. What are you in here for? And every medical student or prospective medical student, I want to help people. I want to, and it's so hard after you get training and all the schooling and the residency and all the long hours. A lot of people start getting jaded, mm-hmm. and it's like you make all these sacrifices and compromises and your time away from your family. But I try to always remember why I did it, and even when I transition to cosmetics. Uh, putting that person first. And that's why I think she and I blend because we both have that in very yeah. common. We mm-hmm. enjoy people, but trying to see and understand and, and really relate to them and, like I said, make a connection with them yeah. in, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Not just from cosmetics. I mean, gosh, you should see how many people we just end up trying to make something bad's happening, trying mm-hmm. to give them a little bit of... I've, I've had treatments where the we therapist. didn't even do the treatment because <laughs> they were emotionally upset about something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we just sat there and talked for 30 minutes because I think it's also a humanistic thing, right? Yeah. Like, I don't... Like I told you, money's a secondary issue. If you're more distraught by something else and I can just give you some words of encouragement, make you feel better, why not? Yeah. Or what? It's okay. 100%. And we all go through the same things. Like, all of us have yeah. the same insecurities. Mm-hmm. Every one of us, right? So. And, you know, I feel like that is a... I'm glad you said that because... And this may not be something that y'all care about or worry about, but as women of our age and um, <clears throat> living in the world that we do now with social media and all that, um, oh. I feel like these ki- these types of services, like getting Botox, getting filler, having a little bit plumper lips if you want to... Um, is not as taboo anymore, mm-hmm. right. um, at least for our age group. Yeah, um, it might still be for the women that are older, even though it mm-hmm. shouldn't be. But um, I feel like, like I've never, I mean, there's even been people that are like, you, like, I mean, it sounds like a random compliment, I'm not making it up, but they might be like, you have great lips or something. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I was not born with these. <laughs> I don't feel like I can take credit for that because I'm an, I'm an insecure girl at things. And if I know... That someone who I think is attractive has maybe had a little tweak or something. Honestly, I feel better. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, I could maybe go do that too. And I'm not just like unblessed with natural. F- you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, I don't want to give the false illusion that like, even, oh, I never have to shave my legs. That's mm-hmm. natural. Like, right. no, w- come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or even microneedling for acne yes. scars. Uh-huh. You know, to be able to help somebody with those acne scars. Yes. But there's a lot of people that do it and they don't do the right depth. Or don't, they don't do FDA approved. Um, yeah, or cleared you know, devices, so it can actually damage the skin. Yeah, and we I had a client um, last week tell me about one of her kids. Somebody said something rude to her teenage daughter about something that was wrong with her face, and she said she's really upset with it. They were leaving town. I was like, "Could you come in for thirty minutes, free consult? I'll talk to her. Let me just talk to her." Mm-hmm. So she came in, and she's gorgeous. She had nothing wrong with her skin, <sighs> but one little divot, you know, that she yeah. saw. And I said, yeah. "Okay, this is normal. This is fine." And, of course, the mom, you know, later said, thank you for doing that. I was like, oh, I think it's my duty to help her. Mm-hmm. I think I want young people to know that you don't have to be perfect. Nobody yeah. has to filter yeah. on all day long. But the best that you want to feel. Mm-hmm. So I have right. women that have facial hair or either hormones yeah. or ethnic women like myself have hair on their upper lip. Yeah. You know? And so they're very embarrassed about that. Like, that is very common. That's yeah. something that we don't oh, yeah. just a All human of us thing. have this problem, you yeah. know. Or sculpting elite you know the one person that we have that's actually doing the treatment she's very thin so i always tell her like she's really thin naturally thin please don't let that bother you because we have to pull at your fat yeah and 
every one of us have been her client and we know how it feels. Yeah, it's terrible. True. You're taking a picture and you're like, I don't want to look at that. But I can't wait till the results. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To be able to see a result. And that's just between you know, yourself and the patient to yeah. get them the results. So. But I, to your point, I always say, particularly initial consultation when people are really beating up on themselves, because mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Um, I always tell them, listen, if somebody looks great, they've had help. It's very rare yes. for someone to have If someone natural, is 50 and has not one line in their forehead, right. they've had You help. know, I mean. Yeah. Then they're supermodels. And everything <laughs> needs help. And again, <laughs> restoring things to the way they are or tweaking things to just optimize your facial profile. Subtle things. Yeah. Nobody, sh- in my mind at least, no one should really point and say, oh, this person had this. We do get those, unfortunately, yeah. because they've been in Houston or Miami yeah. or California. Mm-hmm. Some of those clients are used to kind of having things accentuated way beyond proportion. But in Waco in particular, in my own preference as a guy. So two story, when we first started going through the certification classes, uh, um, the, uh, the injectors, this is when the ducky look was in, right? So everybody's walking around with a permanent pout of sorts. And they're teaching this and saying, this is the norm, this is the standard, this is aesthetically pleasing, this is what everybody wants. And I remember sitting back and looking at all these injectors and all these people nearby saying, ooh, ah, look at that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that the most looks weird. horrible thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm the only one in the room and everyone else is like, oh, it's amazing. And I went home to Pretty and I said, I don't know if I could do this stuff yeah. because if that's what people want, I particularly don't. Like mm-hmm. that look. So yeah. how am I going to do something to somebody that as a guy, I'm like, that looks really silly or crazy yeah. <laughs> and put my name on that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So she said two things. She said, look, Vic, you inject the way you want to because I don't even like that look. And you're not going to be busy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So I'm like that. I was like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, Spoke too soon, uh, you know. So I did actually end up going back and finding who injected more naturally, and that was more to my liking. And yeah. I was very, very yeah. uh, happy to learn two years later at that same conference. Um, and it was a, I think it was a Galderma, but they're like, you know, that ducky look we're talking about. Nobody really likes that. We were wrong. We got it wrong. And I felt vindicated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All like, right. But what we say, everybody should should notice but no one should know right yes so they should tell you you have beautiful lips yes and it's up to you and i love that you tell people i think it's because I'm, I'm also in the beauty in the beauty yes. in, industry yeah. and like i just i want to have realistic expectations for people i don't want people to think that like i don't i would never want anyone to feel insecure looking at me right because they don't have something because i didn't four years mm-hmm. ago either but also, you know, it's funny because I didn't go in one time and get my lips filled and they look like they do now. Like you were so great about like slowly building that up over a couple of years and now we just maintain it, you know, and that's also great. It's not like, oh, I went in once and we did this and this and now they're crazy. And then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Patience yeah. and Patience less for sure. is more and building up. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, integrity in that sense as well. Like yeah. you said, to your point, you know, particularly in Houston, everybody just wants to do everything all at once and spend bazillions of dollars. And again, some people might want that, but a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I was recommended, I think, like a lot, like five double, times like the amount. That double or more. You, yeah. After like yeah. I talked to you, I was like, okay, yeah. well. They, Am I that they bad? told me like this, <laughs> this much. And I was like, okay, probably not. Yeah. Like, well, I don't I hate also, it that much. I don't have thousands of dollars. No. Like I save up for my like nine month lip touch up, right. you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, true. our number one client. And not that it's expensive. I didn't mean oh, that. No, I just yeah, mean like right. for but my yeah, own personal right. spend, you know, yeah. For longevity. But our number one clientele are teachers and nurses. The, they're not mm-hmm. known to have all this extra yeah. discretionary income and yeah. obviously stylists and all the small business. But they're not people that have enormous amounts of money. Right. They're not it's, housewives. It's not just, yeah. I was going to say, it's not like your... matters. Yes. We want it to matter there. Well, see, I almost feel like, at least with um, with Botox and, I mean, especially Botox. I mean, like going to get Botox, like going to get your hair done now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. that common, common, you know. Common. And making sure that the person that's injecting you knows what they're doing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but we have a lot of people that come from Plano area, Houston, San Antonio. That is great. Corpus Christi, and here's a few people that fly in. Wow. That means a lot to us. Yeah. yeah. Seattle. Uh, That's amazing. DC, you know, so. I believe how, that. How did those people find you? Were they here at one Word point? Mouth, or? Connections. Okay. Connections. Somebody, sometimes they have friends here. Or they maybe they've moved and they're like, yeah, they just come back. back. But, yeah. Or usually it's a word of mouth connection mm-hmm. or some connection to. And Baylor's to been great. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had, on Fridays, usually you'll see, if you ever sit there, you'll see a lot of Dallas clients coming in. And they 
literally will come and get laser hair removal and then go back out. And I've asked them, I'm like, have you not found anyone there? Can I can help you look? And they said that whenever they go, they always get um, prices that are ridiculous mm-hmm. um, and or they don't know what they're doing. Okay. You know, and so they're yeah. like, no. And one of them tried it and they didn't do a good job. So she's like, I'd rather just come. I have one girl that drives from San Antonio. Wow. She comes with her grandfather. I believe it. You know? we, we give them a little extra gas money discount. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. That's they nice of y'all. <laughs> right. Well, what, um, I mean, do y'all feel like you're kind of happy with how the business is now? I mean, at what point, I guess with this, this industry, it's always evolving. Like there's always something mm-hmm. that you could see if you like, like another service that's going to mm-hmm. come at some point, right? Like, do you feel like you'll try to always at least experiment and try Get new stuff? We did purchase two new laser hair removal machines. Um, they Same technology, just uh, better for the client. It uh-huh. um, has a little bit more cooling in okay. it. So I, I will buy, if I find something that's better and that would do be a better service to you, we'll purchase it. Um, at the moment, there is one more thing I want, okay. but I'm waiting to see. Okay. I want something that really tightens the neck and the okay. chest, um, something that, you know, like even around the mouth, something that filler can do, but that's a temporary, you know, it yeah. helps you. If I could help more, then he could always come in. And Would that them. be like some sort of laser situation? It'd probably be either laser or I'm looking at some other devices. I just haven't seen anything in the market um, that works. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people will say yeah. it works. And there's some places in town that say that, oh, this will do it, and it, it hasn't because I watch it. And then I also get treatments done. So some of the devices that are here, I would get device that they have reps in Dallas that will just okay. do a treatment. So that's some of the challenging parts. Mm-hmm. Um, what you learn in the aesthetic industry is a lot of the tools and devices and things that they have, the research behind that has limited numbers of people enrolled. Like, you know, we studied... 40 people with this mm-hmm. certain device and this is the results in 50% of them. And you're like, okay, how much can we extrapolate <laughs> mm-hmm. 50 to like thousands? And so they do these trials. They may hopefully show efficacy, but if you look at it, it works for maybe one out of two people or, or okay. two out of three people. So one out of three people are going to leave. And then they charge, unfortunately, the, the cost of the device, the, the, the cost of this is enormous. So now mm-hmm. people, again, are, are spending a lot of money and they may not be that yeah. two out of three people it works. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing devices that might work well in some people and not in another. And you have to temper that expectation for the cost to judge to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And it leaves a bad taste in, in people's mouths because even when you try to do it right, sometimes you're gonna be wrong. So we're kind of straight shoot about that mm-hmm. as long as there's research to say this, you know, trying yeah. to, but a lot of people may not be aware and say, okay, typical lip filler, it will last six to nine months. That's true as long as you have optimal filling, like mm-hmm. most people may need more than one syringe at the beginning. And also that's true for 80% of the people. Mm-hmm which means one out of five people, despite doing everything right, may not. So you have to be very careful mm-hmm. to yeah. explain these situations, but in a person yeah. who doesn't have the time, energy, effort, mm-hmm. or you're in Houston where you have billions of people, you know, you're yeah. just kind of thing like, well, just you want it, you want it, you don't yeah. know. So, you know, kind of temper all that stuff is important. That's why it takes such a long time to get the research. And really, once you know, we also typically will reach out to other providers in real world experience, say, what is your experience with this? And that's been really helpful to get good feedback. Like some to people that are leaders in the industry, we'll just ask them. Yeah. And then they're very forthcoming with it. That's great. Honest um, about it. Yeah. Like laser hair removal, 5% of people are not candidates for it. Yeah. And so our nurses are, they're trained to figure out who they are. So our, we don't have a failure rate because we try to figure out well, are you a good candidate, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. for it. And I mean, and that's hard. It's not easy to tell people, like, this isn't really going to work for it's you. And like that's on not, redheads, it's not going to work. Yeah, and that's know? not just, like, you saying that. It's like, right. why would you want it to not work? Right, but, right. exactly. But to your point, growth. There's still growth within what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, I think kind of reflecting back, the most enjoyable and content part of the industry of what we've been doing is being able able to help people feel good be positive be strong bring some integrity so in the future there are some things we are kind of like just letting this kind of simmer out but we Mm -hmm. might be expanding we might look into other areas i feel certain that at some point (laughs) considering (laughs) y'all's history i'm a new patient i would say that (laughs) i can definitely see that happening you gotta ask the visionary i'm like (laughs) 
I'm the one that dots the I's and cross the T's, and every time she talks about doing more, I get palpitations. Yeah. Toying <laughs> with exploring other it. ideas for like three years, and so he's like, now I'm like, we're gonna have to. Something so. will happen at some point. Yeah, I want to open up other locations. I mean, there's other people like. we can help, you know. Oh, because I mean, that'd I have be amazing. Because I that are traveling from so far. Right. So you, know? you see that there's a need, obviously, mm-hmm. in other places too. Right. Yeah. How we'll do it is the. Is what we're going to I feel figure like you'd out. have to be, you'd have to do a lot of training. Like, you'd have to go and do a lot of training. training. Yeah. Yeah. But the way we've been set up, I have a lot of manuals that I've created. And oh, it's our whole training process is like about six weeks. And so then whether you get laser from me or from one of our you know employees, and you know it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so the injectables, we are looking for an injector to be just as good as Dr. Patel. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, mm-hmm. to be an injector, um, how does that work? You don't, like, do you have to have a medical license? So, no, you don't. Um, There's a couple ways that people will do that. So if you, preferably to have um, some type of healthcare background, Mm -hmm. nurse, registered nurse, LVN, something like that. But truthfully, even estheticians, um, Mm -hmm. to some extent, could do it. I don't necessarily recommend it. But it has to be within the purview of a physician oversight. Yeah, they have to be like getting trained by you, Um, under you, right? Yes, exactly. Now... There's, it's a little tricky here. Um, the state laws of Texas require that any person who oversees a med spa, because it's actually a medical clinic mm-hmm. uh, in the way that they interpret that. So the medical director that oversees all med spa practices has to not own, has to be certified, meaning that they have to have experience. That you mm-hmm. can't just pluck a cardiologist yeah. or, yeah. or, or, or uh, you know, a, Which people are a kidney doing, doctor or, you know, so a random funny. person that doesn't have any training. So they have to have hands on it. They have to be available for emergencies. They have to be. And actually, they have to, the first time you inject somebody as a provider, like, again, depending on nurse, uh, unless it's a mid-level, like nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. PA, but everybody else actually has to seen, be seen by the physician mm-hmm. first, the mm-hmm. first time. And then based on a set of protocols, that person can continue to inject the rest of the year, preferably to have a physician on site in case there's a problem. And luckily, rarely you're going to get it, but sometimes you can. I've heard some horror stories, even just with Botox, of things happening. Um, But unfortunately, the industry is such that a lot of people don't always follow those, so you Mm -hmm. don't know exactly what you're getting, who is the medical director, and a lot of times they're not on site, or there's not anything to say about that. And and credentials are important because, you know, you can get – you could do very well with things that you do repetitively, but the one time it doesn't, and it can really sure. hurt the person. And being it's in the hospital and having to deal with things that ultimately hurt people and land them in catastrophic situations, I have a pet peeve of never do something that you can't control the outcome or help or find out right. what the issue is and help to fix them. But but a lot of the industries, you know, they kind of like don't really apply those, and that's a challenge. That's why I say you can find an injector. But ideally, it'd be preferably something within a physician over direct mm-hmm. physician yeah. oversight. Well, I think people should be asking, where did you get trained? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of training out there, and the people that are just saying, I'm a trainer, they don't have any credentials behind yeah, them. They're sure. just they're learning on YouTube, and they're training you how to do it. Okay. And so gives, we always say, that's that stresses crazy. me out. It's, it, and it's terrible, <laughs> and it is happening in Waco. Right? Well, it's so crazy, because, we I mean, it. you wouldn't go to a hairstylist that didn't get trained. Right. And, I mean, by, in... I, Oh, I watched a YouTube this morning <laughs> on how to highlight. Like you wouldn't go, you wouldn't do that, right? and that's exactly. even. And you've less... heard stories about hair in yeah. general, like. And that's even like, uh, like <laughs> I can fix that, that quick. Like you know, you can't problem. fix if yeah. you get a botched something. You exactly. Know? Right. So we always tell people, even people that are coming to us wanting to get in the industry, just make sure you're being trained by somebody reputable. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. Allergan, Galderma, they have those trainers, and those trainers do it on the side. Okay. Those are the people that you should be learning from, and they're a lot of our nurses. They're great. Yeah. Um, I think nurses can be really good in this industry yeah. as long as they've been doing it and trained properly. And to, to that extent, yes, true. I mean, again, if even if in a plastic surgeon, I, sometimes the people underneath them, because that's all they do, is going to be a better injector. Totally. Mm-hmm. But when there's a problem, you know, luckily right. it's said rare, but when there's a problem, mm-hmm. that physician is equipped to handle the problem and take yeah. care of it and restore things yeah. or, or treat things as they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, it's one of those things where, you know, you should have the proper credentials and then make sure, oh, for that, sure. Um, uh, that a person is equipped to handle problems should they happen. Yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry. The <laughs> pollen is really yes, good. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so, and y'all are still 
doing like if someone who has no idea like they can come you know call free and consult. set up a time free oh, consult. Free consult. that was me oh, yeah mm-hmm. which especially i mean <laughs> i feel like you know sometimes if people have had past experience or they're new here they know what they need they can you know mm-hmm. they want to make an appointment they can but if anyone doesn't know anything yeah. they right. can come and just every, talk every to you every one of our services has a free consult yeah that's great no and obligation um what is y'all's little like strip called? Is it have a name? I think it's called Six Eighty Four Shops at Six. Oh, is it okay? Because it's like a highway to Six. I know. Like Camplies Nightlight yeah. Donuts. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's Shops at Six Eighty Four. <laughs> okay, it's funny because now that I'm like trying to picture, I know I the don't sign. Either. I have no highway idea. Highway Six and Highway Eighty Four. But you know, De- like everyone like knows where Decamplies is. It's a great shopping center. It's great. I mean, it oh is my like, gosh! And I saw OMJ's going in. Yeah, it's got man, so many good little things in there. So nice. Yeah, considering what used to be there. Yeah, yeah. All, our, all the tenants are so nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's funny. Our uh, our um, main uh, the, pe- the people who developed that were uh, after they were done and if things were going, they got a call from uh, the p- p- local PD and they <laughs> were like, "Thank you so much for doing this." Oh. Usually, they <laughs> usually have one imagine. or two calls there at night, and they're like, "You freed up I'm so much sure. time Absolutely. for my officers." <laughs> it was. I mean, I never. It was Amazon, like Junction eighty four or something. Yes, it was. It wasn't a great situation. No. Yeah, I and know. it's funny, and maybe who knows, but you know, many times I would drive back because I have to drive past that to the hospital, and I always thought to myself, man, for such a prime location, right? This could be developed so much differently for like years and yeah. years. I've always thought, and now that. it's so great, and, and everyone great. in there is. I mean, besides like you know, Club Life is like a franchise, but everything's locally owned in there, which yeah. is so yeah. nice. Yes. Even the liquor store, like local owners. It's so great! Beautiful. It's a great mix. It is. It's a great it's mix very of stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Did, well, they, they came did good. to me first and said, you know, would you be interested in, in coming to this space? Yeah. And I said, no, we're not actually going to grow. We're going to just stay at Solus Home. <laughs> and then two, that's exactly how I think God's like, no, you're growing. And then uh, I think the next couple of weeks, I had two more people come to me and say, are you interested in growing? Because I think you need more space. I have another location. And so then I spoke to Greg Lyme and said, I think we're going to go ahead and visit this idea. <laughs> and then we were the first tenants to sign yeah. there. And I just believed in them. Marshall Stuman, Cameron Goss, and them. They're just mm-hmm. really good guys. You know? yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, you know what, let's do it. Um, I had no idea that I needed more space. I thought 2,000 square feet's a lot. And so I wish I did more. Now you're <laughs> like, I need a little bit. Little I wish it could be so much more, but it's been... <laughs> What a blessing. Waco's been such a blessing. Oh, absolutely. Us, so. Well, you guys have grown so much without doing really any marketing. It's been no, word of mouth, so which I also think is a huge testament. Yes. Well, I mean, and, and that lends itself to where we develop because people like Whitley and all the amazing stylists and, and oh, other cosmetic cosmetic yeah. individuals, Lash and and I mean, they've done really, and they're also very good at what they do, mm-hmm. and they also have a passion and the art and the eye to make it as good as they and they're. That similar type of vision kind of kind of fed each other, so you know, clientels and referrals yeah. and things were really good. Big, so, yeah. but also, I mean, it was maybe by accident, but the fact that the first place y'all ever went for anything was, y'all were the first people that really came in that wasn't hair nails. Yes, and that was genius because you had like mm-hmm. twenty five stylists in the same building with you that were mm-hmm. going to be like, well, what are you doing or what's that or oh, just down the hall is pretty and you could book it. It was like it was nice. It, it was very. And I really did because I didn't think I'd be successful. Remember, so yeah. I thought, let me just do a you're like let me just rent a room, Listen, yeah, just in case it doesn't work. But I think that word of mouth has been good, mm-hmm. and then you guys were amazing. Well, nice. Waco is still that community where when you're working, your reputation will precede you. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they will find you. <laughs> and I love Absolutely. that estheticians also refer. So we have an esthetician, Priscilla, that works with us. And she does regular facials and hydrofacials. And so we're a black diamond provider for hydrofacials. So we're known for it. So my only thing I tell her is if an esthetician, if they have esthetician, whether they were referred by that esthetician or not, we don't take business away from that esthetician. Yeah. So I always tell estheticians, please don't feel scared that I'm going to take your business away. I won't. I will honor whatever you're saying, unless it's blatantly wrong. Then I'll have to talk to you. And say, hey, but even the skincare they're selling, I'll say, you know, if you're happy with the esthetician, I'm just a complimentary service to it. Mm-hmm. I can help you in that journey with her. Mm-hmm. But I am not here to take away anyone's business. And yeah. I say the same thing, and Priscilla says the same thing to them. Because I think nobody should feel threatened in this industry. We should be able no. to talk to each other about it. Yeah. And there's you know, enough, business. whether people believe it or not, there's enough people mm-hmm. here for all. Hairdressers oh, yeah, for sure. and for injectors and for mm-hmm. like everyone 
can be successful. Exactly. And we've, I feel like I've, I feel like I keep saying that about so many different businesses, but there really is enough support and we're for growing. everybody, you know? If we know someone has an injector they go to, the only thing I ever ask is, are, do you like their services? And they say, I go, great, keep going there. Yeah. Or if they ask a second opinion of maybe a mistake an injector has made, I, I always say, why don't you go back to the injector have and just you, tell them? You know, have, have you, you gone spoke back to and given Some them of them are easy fixes and give that profession, professional an opportunity mm-hmm. to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would want the same done for me. Yeah. Professional courtesy. Yeah. I always tell clients that, like, maybe, and maybe I'm a little bit too late on it, but like, they'll come and they'll be like, I didn't like the last time. And I say, Did you tell her? Mm-hmm. She says, No. And I'm like, you got it. And so I, I, for so many years, I just dig that into my clients. I'm like, you are not going to hurt my feelings. Call me back if mm-hmm. you need to, you know? Because mm-hmm. how do you know to be better? Yeah. Right? And you, when you were doing high volume, I mean, stuff happens. Once yeah. Well. Nobody's immune to that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, fixable and uh, and things that can be remedied pretty easily in some situations. Right? Yeah. Without the added cost, maybe even, you know, because oh, when absolutely. you go to somebody else. It's a know, whole other thing. thing. So, yeah. Exactly. But, um. It's well, usually fun. You should come in the daytime, but you came in the daytime. Usually it's fun in there. I wish I could yeah, just like, oh I wish gosh, I could so like fun. be an yeah. invisible and just like see everything. I'm always like, like <laughs> running into everybody there. It's I know. So I funny. always see like, somebody there. People that I was like, oh, I didn't <laughs> even know you were here. This is so fun. <laughs> we get yeah. that a lot. It's always a party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I we have some it. people like Starbucks just hanging, come an hour early on their laptop, just working I through it. I love it. it. So, but it's like, it's a, it's not a... It's not a cold environment. It's a yeah. nice, Warm. you know, yeah, it's comfortable. Enthusiasm, posi- energy, positivity. Mm-hmm. We want to but like also that. like professional. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It feels like clean, medical. Like I I love it. And like and Zoe at the front. I was so, going to say, she Zoe, is so great. So good, yeah. Zoe loves it. She loves all y'all. She's she has so the best great. Job. She does have the best job. <laughs> it's a hard job. It's probably one we're looking to add stuff there with oh, her. Oh, yeah. And I sometimes I try to help. I don't know if you ever watched me if I'm ever in the front. I'm just talking to everybody. <laughs> You're like really distracted. It's always like, uh, pretty. <laughs> Hello. Go. Sometimes I'll say to the girls, I'm like, I'm going to come in the room and say hi to that client because they were my yeah, client yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that way I don't hold them back because otherwise I could make you all late. Every <laughs> they say I'm the Walmart greeter. Yeah. So you have I, to come in when it's already started. Exactly. So everyone's So I'm now the clinical director. So okay. my goal is to help um, overflow, yes. But really, there's not enough rooms for me to be in because they're yeah. all full, except one injector. Yeah. But wow. um, it's fun, so I get to pop in. That is fun. That, nice. That's the best job. That is the best yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to talk and catch up, and they work. And yeah. I don't say the whole time because the girls like to talk to y'all, too. Like, yeah. I get everything. I get to ask anything. Yeah, the connection, right? So Absolutely. That's great. We did that last time I was here. I know. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We did. Vic was like, hold that thought. I need to bring her in here. We've been <laughs> talking about this. Yes. Hold that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. Um, we appreciate so much y'all taking time because oh. y'all are... When Thank Ashley you. was like, hey, we've got them scheduled, I was like, they have I know. an hour. I was shocked. <laughs> to hang out with us. Maybe made, made not Monday through Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I told him when I saw you on Friday, when, or what day yeah. you came in. Yeah. On April. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. at three, right? You said 11 30. I was like, oh, yeah. So I go, April Fools. <laughs> I knew that. So I tell him, I go, by the way, we have a podcast on Sunday. He goes, really? With who? I go, what do you mean? With Ashley. <laughs> he goes, we talked did, about he that. He goes, when did we talk about that? I was like, what do you mean? I, I'm sure I told you. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. Well, we're you guys going. have a lot going on. <laughs> y'all just need. Do y'all have like a shared like family Google calendar? Mm-hmm. Y'all need we to like. Do, yes. Y'all need that to yeah. keep each other on there. But um, we didn't work this busy. What else would we do? I know. I know. <laughs> um, am I mistaken? But I think you're doing like a little kind of uh, promotion with us for the yes. podcast. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, Laser hair removal, when you buy a package of six, you get 30% off. Oh, if nice. they mention you guys, they can get 30% at each treatment oh my and God, not have amazing. to buy a package. That is so, that is generous. so generous. So that way they... So just... Oh, I just hit my <laughs> nose with the mic. <laughs> this mic and me are not friends yet. Um, but... Yeah, so what? They just come and yeah. hey, like, we listen to podcasts. Yeah, there it like, is. Hey, we, we heard you and... I heard pretty say that I get 30% off. <laughs> get summer yeah. ready. That's right. Summer ready. Love Most that. people need a treatment of 6-8 for 90% clearance. So yeah. in the industry, when you get laser hair removal, most people are going to say about 75% clearance. And you need 15 to 20 treatments at any given area or any given place. At our okay. med spa, it's 6 to 8 treatments with 90% clearance. Wow. So it's a fraction of how many you know treatments you need and a lot better results. And you will love. So we have Andrea and we have Jennifer, both nurses that are trained. And then they were also trained by me. 
they love their job so much. I can imagine. Yeah. And so they are so dedicated to your hair removal that <laughs> they will ask you every time, like, did you see a result? And if you are like, oh, yeah, I saw a result. And if they even hesitate and maybe they need more, they'll come get me and they say, I think I need to increase the, you know, the e- laser. Each treatment is customized to you. Every treatment is tweaked. That's so cool. So it's all customized. But the goal is six, maybe eight treatments. 90% reduction. Some people might need more or less depending. Right. Depends on why you have hair. Yeah. So if you're yeah. Indian like me and you're just hairy, yeah. then <laughs> yeah. you might need more than eight. You know? Yeah, sure. But typically six to eight, and you know that you're getting there. It depends on how many hair cycles you have, right? So and maybe and once a year to maintain it. For maintain. But like I don't own a razor. I used to shave every day, twice a day, and Mm-mm. it would be like stubble. a stubble. It was oh terrible. I, don't, I haven't shaved since summer. I know. Whitley and I probably wow. need to talk to y'all offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already yeah. thought about it. <laughs> and you will see a result even after one. I tell people, I go, it is not a gimmick that I'm going to tell you, oh, you need more treatments to see the result. You will know that something happened even after one. That's amazing. Wow. I know, it is pretty impressive. So I love it. So yes, I, I hope your listeners are listening to the discount. That my my friends that have done it have loved it. So good. Yeah. Best Absolutely. thing we ever did. And that's how we started is that business. And then... Microneedling peels. I never thought we'd do cool sculpting. We do BBL, which photo facials uh, for removing sun damage. Um, amazing. I, I love it. And all those extra services, I'm like, no, we don't need any more services. But when clients are coming to you and saying, I need this, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm hearing the most of now is, so I'm almost 50. And so people that are in their 50s have the neck and the mm-hmm. chest. It's bothering us, you know. So. You'll know if we carry it, it works. I know. So that's what I like. Let's yeah. see what happens in the fall. I'm, I can't I'm wait. I'm looking at some. <laughs> that's well, awesome. Well, thank you all so much. This was so fun. Thank y'all you are so, so fun. joyful and fun <laughs> to talk it. to. I love it. I know. He got kudos for seeing all those nice things. I know. Uh, what? That'll last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make him empty out the dishwasher. <laughs> that's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, guys. Well, we will um, talk to y'all later. Thank you thank so you. much for having us. Right. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.